We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, I'm AbiaX Toycat, and Minecraft Legends just announced one of the coolest collaboration events ever, one with Age of Empires. There is an Age of Empires Minecraft Legends event, and it blows my mind how incredible this is, but next to nobody seems to care. And this is because of the terminal freefall of Minecraft Legends. In terms of player numbers, it's dipped like crazy. It's in the dozens now. In terms of the number of people streaming the game, it's basically zero. The number of people making videos about the game or other social media content is also very close to zero. So what happened to Minecraft Legends? What went so wrong with it? And most importantly, can the game still be saved? This is the question I wanted to ask today because I feel like Mojang launching a game uh, of all companies should be able to make one of the biggest successes ever. So what went wrong with Minecraft Legends is a really interesting question which we'll be diving into because we're going deep in the mine. This is episode 13 of my podcast which you can listen to right here on YouTube or audio only at Spotify. There are a few options uh, but I want to mention very most importantly of all that yeah, today's going to be focusing on Minecraft Legends because this is a game which I genuinely thought was really good and was, you know, it's a cross between my one of my favorite games, Minecraft, one of my favorite settings, but also one of my favorite genres. I love strategy games, real-time, turn-based, whatever it is, these things work together, and so I was one of the people invested in the success of Minecraft Legends. In fact, a lot of people when the game came out said, wow, so cat, you must basically be paid because why do you keep mentioning this? Because I felt like not only was it going to be the future in terms of like it would be a really good game uh, because it's mixing those two things I like, but also I felt like a lot of other people would care, and so, you know, like, it's very interesting to see after I played it and after the public got their hands on it, what went wrong there, and so it's something I think about a lot, and let's share some of those thoughts today, because honestly, Minecraft Legends has co- continuously been doing something, not of increasing players, but instead of continuing doing the same thing, regardless of how many people are playing, and that includes not just releasing the game without any real, like, plans and roadmap for what's going on in the future, but that then includes adding micro transactions on day one, a brand new game, they're not concerned about getting people playing it, they're concerned about making sure the people who do play it buy themselves a legendary skin or something, then on top of that, one month in, there is now a marketplace in the game, you might not have heard about this either, because who's following Minecraft Legends, right? But they added a marketplace to the game, they want people to make content so they can, you know, take a cut of the sales every time it goes out there, and then finally uh, they clearly, based on the story, had a sequel or DLC in mind, because there is a really kind of, uh, there's 
a very big hint that there's more to the game. It's a very, very, very short story, almost deliberately so, either so that you play multiplayer or you play, uh, you know, every one of these DLC or marketplace style maps, or so that they can sell you more content down the line. This is, you know, these are all strategies that work in well-established titles, whether they're like epical or whether they're actually a good thing, very different question, but instead Minecraft decided to throw these into a brand new game that they hadn't been sure if it was going to succeed yet. This is mistake number one. You can't just assume something is going to be popular. Um, you know, like the reason marketing departments worldwide spend, uh, you know, like insane amounts of time, money, and energy making sure that things can be successful is because even if you release the sequel to the most popular thing ever, if people don't know about it or people don't care, they're not going to watch or buy or play your thing, and that is a problem. So marketing is a kind of a big deal that I felt like Minecraft just figured, yeah, we'll show people the trailer, we'll talk about it every now and then, and then people will want to play Minecraft in a real-time strategy. No, I think where they should have started was making sure, you know, of any game, you cannot have a successful game unless, I mean, you could have like a super memeable game, but you can't have a successful long-term game without one key thing, gameplay that people are actively excited for. People should have had a taste nice and early, like seriously, from the very beginning there, um, before anything else Minecraft started doing about announcements and talking about how it's a storytell book and how it's the, uh, you know, they've got these really cool things here. They should have said, do people care about the new gameplay that we're making? If Minecraft uh, Dungeons comes out and no one wants a dungeon crawler, that's a bad idea. If Minecraft Legends comes out and people don't want to play the type of game, it doesn't matter what they do in terms of microtransactions and collaborations and all these sorts of things, they're never going to have a popular game because people will start playing and then they will stop. Honestly, I do think they did this quite well. Um, Playtesting is a really important part of gaming, making sure that players like a game before you try to sell them the game is a really important step and honestly Minecraft Legends did a good job for the first 30 minutes or so. The first 30 minutes of Minecraft Legends are so compelling and make you immediately think what is coming next. There is a perfect 30 minutes of this game um, and honestly they should have done a better job selling this to people either via trailers like not rather than having a trailer where it's a cinematic be like this is what the game looks like doesn't it look fun? Um, they could have done that with the first 30 minutes but the second thing why is there no free trial for this game? You should have demos. You should be trying to convince people they just need to try Minecraft Legends and then they'll love it. That's how Minecraft worked so well on the consoles. This is, uh, you know, the, I, I talk about the console editions and what they did right a lot on this channel, but the console edition, especially the Xbox 360 edition and uh, the other consoles uh, did a similar thing, it had a free trial. You could play that, you could download the game and play it, whatever, or you got a free trial, which gave you, it's 100 minutes on PC. It might be like three days on the console, but it just gives you enough time to be like, this is what Minecraft is. Isn't it fun? Don't you want to play it more? Oh, it's only $25 or something. So that would have been uh, the first thing they should have done. Just get people playing the game. Don't be like, no, we could actually make more money if we sell it for double as much. By selling it for $40 and nearly full-priced game, they set the expectations high and they did get more money in the initial term, but now fewer people are going to give that a shot. Like, oh yeah, Minecraft Legends, it's really easy. Oh god, it's $40, but it looks like it's just a, a lame spin-off and so who wants that? It's more expensive than Minecraft itself. The game with billions of hours and so much for community. Who is going to spend that on Minecraft Legends? Only hardcore Minecraft fans. You want people who have a passing interest in Minecraft. You want people who used to play Minecraft but don't really find it their thing anymore or they don't have the time. You want to get all these audiences and instead they're like, nah, we are going to make sure we make the most money from this product. It's $40. It has micro... And they, they worked on all the monetization before working on having a good 
functional game that people want to talk about and sell to each other, which is a big mistake in my opinion, because immediately after the first 30 minutes in the campaign, You'll notice how the game uh, gets very, very formulaic. That you, you go through boss on um, raid after raid after raid, and then eventually it's like, oh, actually, you beat the game. Did you not know that? Oopsie. Well, that's kind of over. It very much builds up via these fun cinematics, and it, it's it's it seems as though like it's uh, it's very incongruent to me. The the gameplay is very much the same the whole time, but the trailers just get more and more hype. Or the cinematics, I should say, they get more and more hype. That is a weird balance. I don't think anyone looks at that and goes, whoa, I can't believe it. It's the big pegline. Because you're just like, yeah, I just kind of took down a base. That's what I did. Um, admittedly, you know, you could argue there's some difficulty curve issues. You could argue there's some pacing issues. I'm not going to, like, be the... I'm not going to say specifically what it is. But I will say very specifically that by having a game that just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like it ends right. It doesn't feel like it... You know, it, it feels very much like they could have done more. But they're not because they're selling it later. That is a thing that leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. I think that if they'd have had a game uh, that ended at that point And they're like, oh yeah, but we are guaranteeing we'll add free new missions and free new stuff and that was the explicit like oh yes this is where the rest of the game's going people would have loved that it's like oh yeah it's like a beta you're getting the early part of the campaign now and then more is coming later but instead by being like no that is a finished campaign six hours or eight hours or I think some people took like 10 or 12 even um, and then then you have to start playing other things because there's no more story that's a weird feeling to have and that is something that I think doesn't quite perfectly vibe with Minecraft's infinite replayability so the other thing that I think they should have done is made sure uh, the game was varied and interesting enough that people would want to play it not only the first time, for that first 30 minutes is good, but also would continuously come back for more. There should be something about Minecraft Legends that is so good that you can be like, right now, like, oh, that was so fun, I need to go do that again. You need, uh, in a game where you're trying to, you know, Minecraft are trying to do the forever game thing now, which is honestly... It's the, it's the standard in the industry. I won't criticize Minecraft. Minecraft Dungeons had like a free four-year life cycle. Uh, Minecraft has had over a 10-year life cycle. It's going to have 100 years or 50 years, right? Um, but I feel like what they should have done with uh, Minecraft Legends is 100%. They should have just made sure um, that they had themselves a, a good enough loop that people would think to themselves in two years, I should come back now. People should be thinking in three years, I should come back now. But I can say it's been not even three months. And I'm like, well, if I played the game again, it would just be the same as before. There's no, there's no like, oh, imagine if I did this though. I could try, I could make an army using this faction and try this build route. No, every single player has the exact same army of the exact same pieces. You try them out. There aren't even many useful combinations. Like sometimes it's cool to have like creepers go in with skeletons doing range or have zombies go in with, uh, you know, like uh, some uh, wood golems behind them, whatever your particular strategy is, but they never feel particularly satisfying. The I think the problem that Minecraft had is they tried to bring uh, the, the strategy genre way down to the level of like Minecraft. They're like, oh yes, Minecraft is played by people who are very young and don't understand strategy games, so we'll make a really basic strategy game but that's not what you need to do. When you want to get people into a new genre, make it easy to get into. Again, the first 30 minutes of Minecraft Legends gets you into the genre, but then they go, no, this is perfect. The gameplay never needs to expand or improve. Other factions, 
No. Who needs that? One faction because it would confuse people if they could play as any more. Um, are there any, uh, do you ever get any more, like, particularly decent controls? No, if you played as anything but the one player, it wouldn't be Minecrafty. And, uh, okay, so, if you're not gonna go for those classics of the genre, if you can't do things that every game in the genre makes sure you can, then they should have been like, okay, so we'll mix in more Minecrafty stuff. Like, okay, so as well as gathering resources by destroying stuff, what if you could do like you do in Minecraft and actively tunnel your way through stuff? What if you could do like you do in Minecraft and you could build blocks and make your own custom structures that could be fun adding actual Minecraft in in place of the strategy elements they lost but instead they're like no it's a simple strategy game everyone should be able to understand it and we're never going to elaborate because then people wouldn't understand it that is kind of dumb you have to add your twist on the genre um in the same way this is a constant to, to, to move slightly off Minecraft Legends for a second, this is a constant problem with people starting uh, YouTube, or this is a constant problem with people when they start uh, any form of, like, podcast or streaming. They're like, oh, here's how you be successful. There's lots of people who are like, they talk over games, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like, look, the way, the way you be a YouTuber is you turn on a camera, and then you start talking over a video game, and then you get a million subscribers. I've seen four people do that, and so it must work. Um, but, like, so by just trying to replicate something that already exists, but slightly worse, because if I'm being honest, if I try to make myself a, uh, you know, a Mr. Beast or a PewDiePie or a whoever else is a, <laughs> the 100 million subscriber marks, um, if I try to just be like, oh, here's how you become a singer, you just get a microphone, here's my microphone, and you start just saying words that don't really mean too many things. Wow, I love my Minecraft. It sure is great. It makes me think that I'm in a mineshaft, but I'm not because I am being shafted by civilization. Look, I rapped there too. Wow, am I, now I'm going to be a hip-hop icon, right? Like, everyone's going to be like, wow, this Toy Cat guy sure gets it. I'm a rapist now. But no, the truth is, no, that's not, that's not at all what you could say from that. Because no, actually, I didn't do anything interesting. I did a worse version. I did it terribly, right? Um... It's important to look at something new you're doing and offset the fact that you're doing less in the case of, you know, when you're making a, if you're trying to be a YouTuber, your quality is going to be a little bit rough around the edges. You're not going to know all the editing techniques. You're not going to know uh, all the various, so you've got to like account for that by being unique in some way. And you've got to account for that by ideally uh, having some unique selling point. But Minecraft Legends, the unique selling point was it is Minecraft and it is a strategy game. It's a slightly less intense strategy game, so people can get into the genre. And then what? And then what? What is the what is the unique twist? What is the unique gameplay loop that makes me go, oh, Minecraft Legends does something every game of the genre doesn't? Instead, it feels as though, and this is something that a few Minecraft staff have said, because a lot of people say, why are you working in other games rather than just making new Minecraft updates? And they say, it's what the team want to work on. The Minecraft team would love to have a strategy, you know, it's not, this isn't a corporate decision imposed from above. This is uh, a lot of the members of the team going, yeah, I would love if there was a Minecraft, uh, a, a strategy game in the Minecraft universe. Uh, a lot of the team loved dungeon crawlers, so they might made Minecraft dungeons. These are projects coming from the Minecraft team, but also they need someone who is passionate about making it go somewhere, rather than just like, wouldn't it be neat if like creepers, but in a strategy game? Wouldn't it be neat if like creepers, but in Pokemon Go? You can't just, I, I, I think that is one of the areas where this kind of lacks. Like a lot of people were interested in the idea. Same here. Like I said, I, I wasn't like getting, uh, watching every trailer and being like, oh, Minecraft Legends. But I was like, yes, this will be an interesting thing. Um, they need people to actively be looking at it that way. And I think that's something they just kind of mess. So um, I think um, what's what's important here 
is, uh, by the way, also, the only reason, I think Minecraft is a really fun example. Because I said before, Minecraft Legends should be a everything, a forever game, right? Like a game that you should want to come back to time after time. I think it's really funny because Minecraft itself was like, it's like the first game that is considered to be that. Like it's one that they can update and every single time they update it, they give you more reasons to come back into Minecraft. And after 14 years, that core gameplay is still fresh and interesting. Genuinely, Minecraft has started basically an industry-wide trend, which is you can just update your game over and over and over again, and people would play it whenever the update comes out, and you can actually have success with one game rather than having to be like, they're on Minecraft 7 now, or this one has jetpacks and dragons and, and skyscrapers or whatever, I guess. I guess Minecraft already has uh, dragons and skyscrapers, and the Elytra is kind of a jetpack if you use fireworks on it. But anyway, the, the, the point is to say that Minecraft is only accidentally a forever game, so I think working out that formula uh, is something they kind of missed. All the business guys were like, okay, so here's what you do. You charge this price point. Any more, and too many people won't play it. Any less, and we're, we're leaving money on the table. We add microtransactions, because if people want to give us money for skins, we should let them do it. We add a marketplace, because it's worked so well for Minecraft. You know, it's, it's the easiest way to deflect criticism about having microtransactions, like, oh, some of those microtransactions, a small percentage goes to people who make stuff. Do you hate artists? You don't, so you don't hate microtransactions? Good. And so I, I feel like that's the direction things go in. But anyway, um, yeah, I want to kind of, I want to move into talking about can Minecraft Legends be saved for the second half of this podcast, right after I mention that this is sponsored by Bird Dogs. Did you know it was sponsored by Bird Dogs? Now you do. Um, the, I, the, the, the truth is, is, uh, the easiest way, like, podcasts and sponsors are basically the way you have to make these things work, because there are fewer views per whatever, uh, it's important to have a sponsor, and in this particular, uh, sponsor's case, it is Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs are stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do exactly the same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They, can they say that? Uh, they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton, and they have fixed the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches as you get a fit, way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dog uses an anti-stick uh, stink sweat wicking fabric that helps you keep cool and dry all day long. Just go to birddogs.com pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. You want a free drinks container with your shorts? You do, don't you? Your shorts are already pretty good. Shorts that don't have sweat. That's good too, but have some, some, ha have yourself some, uh, get yourself some, uh, some tumblers with that. Sounds even better. I like water. It's cold and good. I would like it more from a tumbler than a weird, uh, ice bottle. Anyway, that is, uh, the sponsor segment for today. Um, and the other thing I want to mention, uh, so let's, let's get back into the podcast. Because, yeah, I, I to, to kind of vaguely mention sponsors here, um, this is, uh, doing a podcast is something experimental. A lot of people have asked forever, but it is a very, uh, different format to what I'm used to here on YouTube. Like, it's, uh, it's very hard to get people to find a podcast. The discoverability is really, really bad. You can, that's why every podcast tries to have clips channels and shorts, and they're like, please... God, there are people who want to listen to the podcast but don't know it's there because who wants to go through the effort of finding a podcast? So, uh, you know, making getting new people into a podcast is quite hard. And the other thing that's quite hard is monetization. You can't, uh, you know, I, I could try and run six ads in the middle of this video via YouTube, but I think that would interrupt the flow. So instead, you have in-stream ads, which is, you know, the ads where you, you get the ad, while, like, kind of uh, done by the host, and those pay a lot better, and also the money in general goes straight to the host. There's a, there's a weird fun thing with this particular uh, podcast. 
last hit. But just just to mention, um, that is why that is a thing. Uh, almost all of them have this like, oh yeah, here is the ad read sort of deal. And I think that is a little better for the podcast format because when you have a different tone for the ad, it means that you can you can work out what I'm saying and what I am saying in a sponsored voice. Did you know that if you just go uh, to water.com slash toycat, you get a 5% discount code of your nearest bowl of ice water. Mm. None of the water's coming out. It's, it's There's water in here. I brought an ice block because it's a really, really hot day today. Um, but I, I, I forgot. I, you know, the water is there. It's blocked the spout. It's terrible. You know, if you're, if you're listening in audio only, I have a water bottle filled with ice and water. But I can't get the water because of the ice. Which is beautiful, isn't it? That water, because, you know, ice is just water. The water is blocking my water supply. Speaking of water blocking your water supply, um, the other thing I want to talk about here, actually. You know, let's have a real talk, because if you're 18 minutes into this podcast, I feel like this is one of the... There's, there's very much, like, two audiences on YouTube. There is the audience... Um, that can, that watches, like, just kind of surface level, like, oh yeah, I might be interested in something he does if it's also in this other interest I have, like, oh yeah, I guess if you were to talk about weird creative builds, I might care, but when you're doing survival stuff, I don't care. When, I like whenever Toy Cat's doing weird challenges, or super flat, or, um, I don't know, weird communist servers, uh, when he's, when he's just giving us advice for Minecraft and talking about his cat. I don't have a cat. I, I mean, I do have a cat. There's like a neighborhood cat that like comes in my house sometimes. I'm going to kidnap him and then it's, it's going to be beautiful. But until then, um, the, anyway, my point is to say that I uh, I feel like there's some people who are interested in like the surface level. And then there's some people who are like the, 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 the in my opinion, the people who I am like uh, more excited. Like the people I think of as being like the subscribers, the fans, the, 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 the people who are a bit closer. Uh, the people who I see all the time are the people I obviously have the deeper like, uh, parasocial connection with. And that's people, if you're, if you're this far into a video, you are one of those people, so I can talk strategy with you, and you're not gonna be like, oh, why are you talking business, Toy Cat? But, um, yeah, I've been trying, uh, like, a few new things, basically. And the shorts are one of those, like, it is doing really terribly in terms of, like, money. YouTube shorts are basically YouTube's equivalent of saying, yeah, what if we gave you the same number of views, but paid you 1,000 times less? I have a short with a million views, and it made less than... Um, a video with 18,000 views, uh, like, cause that, that's the, that's the level of difference that it is. Like, a million views in a short is the equivalent of having a multi-thousand view video. Um, and so, um, but it does have a really good impact of showing people who are vaguely in that circle some of the stuff that you do. So it's an opportunity to let people know, oh yeah, do you want weird Minecraft stuff? This is the channel for it. It's like an advertising form for your channel. It's a kind of dangerous thing, because if you get people who only want to watch shorts, then... You know, that's like actually not worth having a subscriber base for, but it's a it's 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 a dangerous game that I'm playing just as kind of a risk because there's an update out right now. And so the podcast is kind of the opposite of that. Like the podcast is near next to zero discoverability, but it is a good opportunity for people who are like, yeah, I want some Toy Cat content. I want something to listen to while I mow my garden or while I walk somewhere. Man, podcasts and walking is one of my favorite things, by the way. Um, but for those people, that's what this is for. And that's why I always recommend having YouTube Premium. Not only as a way to, like, support, like, streams and podcasts that you like. Uh, you know, long-form content. Uh, but also, like, having that, like, be able to, like, have it in your pocket with the video not playing, but the audio still going. Uh, YouTube Premium, like, doesn't even play the video at all, like some other apps will. And so you can actually, like, it uses really low battery. It literally becomes a podcast app, which is nice. Because having that recommendation algorithm that you have built over years of YouTube and having being able to do that quite easily. That, that's nice in my opinion. Anyway, um, speaking of things that are nice, Minecraft Legends. So yeah, if you're at this point in the podcast, I want to say 
that Minecraft Legends is a game I genuinely think has so much potential, I feel like I come across as someone who doesn't like it. I think if, uh, you know, if all you talk about is how you don't like something, people might assume you you know, you're, you're, you're really not a fan. If you, if you talk about uh, the negatives of something, people assume you must really not love the thing. But there's this weird attitude, like, um, hate and love are opposites, people think. Like, if you don't hate someone, the opposite of loving someone would be hating them. But I do think that hate and love, they seem like diametrically opposed things. Like, I hate... Um, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I hate, uh, really sour things, but I love sweet things. I hate water, and I love lava, or probably the other way around on those things. But, um, you might think that they're like, ooh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like very diametrically opposed, but I think it's actually two sides of the same coin. Hate is here, and love is here. This is not a coin, but I'm doing the best I can. Hate is over here, love is over here, and they, they are different, like, this one has a little logo on, and this one's got a rim on and everything like that, but, um... Even though uh, hate and love seem uh, oh so wildly different, I think they're two sides of the same coin. I think what the worst thing is is when you really want something to be good. It's almost everything great, but then it keeps on making wild, crazy decisions where you're like, oh no, why that? And that's where I feel Minecraft Legends is. And that's why when you know people ask me the question, can Minecraft Legends be saved? I don't know what the right answer is because. Obviously, yes. If you take Minecraft Legends away from the people making it right now, you put it in the hands of people who are passionate about the game. Uh, I, I do think the people who are working on it must care about Minecraft Legends. But you get people who are, like, very passionate about Minecraft and strategy, and you ask them, like, okay, all this corporate stuff aside, all this, like, just making a game to, like, meet the bare minimum, like, leave that all to the side. What does Minecraft Legends have to do to survive? What do we have to do? And I think the answer is, like, okay, step one... You, you announce something real big. You don't announce it's free to play, but you give it a huge reduction in price and you make a demo and you say, look, here is our game, give it a shot. It looks a little cheap at first. It looks a little like, oh, you must be doing poorly if you have to do that. But you admit, yeah, uh, the sales aren't what we thought they'd be, so we're doing this new event where this is free, this is fun, this is happening, etc, etc. Step two, uh, I would say, is you work on, you say, you, you, you just admit like, okay, we are making a new campaign and it will be, uh, either you say it's, if you, if you have to charge for it, if the economics don't work, you say that. But you just go, that we're making a new campaign, we're making a whole second story that's bigger and better than the first. It's coming in the next, you know, Q3 of 2024 or whatever dumb thing, you, you know, whatever specific way you have to say it. But you say you're doing new stuff that people liked. The stuff that people like about the game, that's happening. Then you announce you're expanding in huge ways to address the criticisms. So, okay, multiplayer is stale. We are adding a new faction to multiplayer. Or, okay, we can't do that because we're sticking with the mic. Okay, we're, we're, instead of a new faction, we're adding new builds and units and balance changes and everything that you think is a problem with this game, we are fixing and we're giving you this nice freebie as a reward for being a player from before this stuff all happened. We are making you a founding member. You get a cape, you get something like that. Um, make people who played the game right now and fell out of love with it feel like, oh, there's a good reason for me to come back while also feeling making people who haven't played the game yet, which is, it's crazy to say, that's the overwhelming majority of Minecraft players. If I, if I type in like, okay, Minecraft Legends, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it on my channel just as a weird example. Bad, bad source of, uh, you know, like uh, this. But um, if you start to look at it, um, then you'll see that the most popular videos on YouTube are videos of people being like, yeah, well, this wasn't good. Or like, no, no one is looking 
looking into tutorials. No one is looking into like, so what is the meta right now? You need people to be excited about this game in a way they talk about it elsewhere. So you add more interesting balance decisions. You add like maybe pathways you have to go down. You add choices that people make that they think to themselves, oh, was this the right one? Or they go to themselves, I know this was the right one. But just to confirm, uh, I should go on uh, you know, my, my Instagram Fred's app. I should go on uh, my kick streaming. I should go get my messenger pigeon and I should ask my friends, which build type are you using? These questions should be, you know, like having interesting gameplay loops is fun enough by itself. Having reasons for people who play the game is fun enough by itself. Having a decent strategy to make people think there's something to look forward to. These are enough by themselves by the way, this is a weird way of counting to free, right? Uh, but the fourth thing uh, that I think they absolutely need to do is have something that people will talk about, people will share and discuss. I think this is a really underrated thing. I wouldn't have assumed it was even important until, uh, like, after speaking to enough game developers, they're like, we really want and need people on social media to play our game. This is a thing a lot of companies want. And so Minecraft Legends should take advantage of the fact that they have a huge Minecraft community. They should take advantage of the fact that they know basically like, you know, they have a lot of people. How do we get these people interested in Legends? And that should be a key priority too. If you can get all of that locked down, boom, we're good. Everything's solved. The problem goes away. But if they can't, if they keep pretending that this isn't happening, it will go poorly. And that, that to me is always the problem I see with big products, is there is no one on the team who's willing to go crazy wild and start again from scratch. If you're, like, when you're making something new, you have to admit very quick, oh, look at me, I got a, got a little, got a little 4J patch on there. But when you're making something new, you have to be willing to admit very soon. So, well, I, I think I mentioned this before, the Manic Mechanics thing. I'm just wearing the t-shirt because I, I, it's, it's a nice t-shirt. I just happen to be wearing it. I've got a change after this because it's sweaty but <laughs> um i feel like with the manic mechanics thing they made a lot of games they said yeah they weren't good enough we scrapped them being willing to scrap stuff is so painful but at the very least being willing to start again and try new stuff very important make big changes don't just you know if you think everything can be solved with a small five percent adjustment i think that that is wrong and speaking of things i think is wrong the weather it's too hot this has been uh the deep in the mind podcast I had a lot of fun with it today. Um, there is going to be uh, an interesting change over the next few weeks. We'll see how that one goes. Um, but I thank you all very much for watching this. Uh, if you have enjoyed the podcast, then uh, you might also enjoy my live streams. I'll leave a link to the unlisted live streams down below. And, uh, I, or maybe I won't. Maybe you can find them in the playlist section of the YouTube channel. Thank you very much for watching this. Thank you uh, to everyone who watches the the podcast in any way, and indeed who watches the channel in any way, um, I've been especially appreciative over this last month of it, and I just wanted to let you know I appreciate your existence, and I'll see you on Sunday probably for a live stream. I might do one early tomorrow, but um, yeah, I've been uh, up in Edinburgh. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I, I went up to, uh, I, I climbed a, a, a volcano. It's actually like a very big hill. I think all of Edinburgh is built on like volcanic ruins, so it's my first time going to the capital of Scotland. It was a fun time, and you know what else is a fun time? this video, which is over now. Goodbye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.